0: Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast, where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories. Add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Back, Skyrimatic Podcast 126, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And I could be mistaken. Uh, I am Michael. I'll be back. I'm going to be doing a little solo show today after the ESO show last week. Um, quickly, show announcements as always July 16th, Philly Pod Fest, 5 p.m. Tattooed Moms, come see the Fallout Feed crew, the me crew of a Skyrimatic. Uh, Victor, obviously, from over here, over there, Uh, Pat, Andrew, I think Dennis will be there as well, Ray, I believe is coming up, so there is a uh, little crew of us going to be there, come check it out if you're in the area, if you're not, uh, you'll try to do it on, have somebody put it up on Facebook Live or something so it can be seen. Uh, and some oh do facebook live events sometimes i know uh, fallout feed obviously records on youtube i've been doing some of these on facebook live within the facebook group uh, facebook.com slash group slash skyrimatic podcast so uh, if you want to see those those are over there usually so not this one uh generally ones with feedback and stuff where i have to do editing i don't do that but uh just uh, like last week's was uh, on facebook live so all right. Oh, also, we are kind of bandying about, I want to see the interest of uh, an Oblivion roundtable. So if you have played or are interested in playing Oblivion, uh, keep an ear out for that. So we're kind of bouncing that around right now. So it would be something I would assume later in the summer after July uh, in that range since it's mid-June right now. Uh, other than that, um, I've just been going through my, what is that thing called? Uh, Dark Brotherhood character, playing that a little bit. Uh, I've been playing some Minecraft too. But uh, that that's about all the gaming I've been doing. But uh, this episode, I have a couple pieces of feedback that I wanted to get into. I have a part two from Todd of uh, Keanu's feedback. And uh, I have some feedback from... Uh, a special guest of the show a few weeks ago, Steve from Skyrim Book Club. So, be checking both of those out here. And uh, actually, uh, first, I'm going to get into Todd's. I'll be playing some of it, obviously hopping in, talking about it, things like that. So, uh,
1: check out Todd's feedback right here. Good morning, so uh, At least it's morning for me. This um, is Todd, back again with another update on my uh, character, Keon the Red Guard Monk with a Vow of Poverty. And she's been through a lot since uh, the last update I sent in to Michael. Um, she's actually been through a heck of a lot. I decided to play Kiana um, through the main storyline. She's fully into being uh, a Dragonborn. And we'll see the Greybeards as a in order to be worthy, to sort of be a part of. Um, Although as a red guard female, she'll never have a gray beard. But um, it's been really interesting. There's a couple of things that I had to do. Um, I started uh, justifying looting animals uh, so as not to waste the carcasses as a sort of role-playing thing, and discovered that I was making too much money, and it was doing too much, so I had to stop doing that, or at least I could go ahead and take it, make the stuff, and maybe dump it in a barrel or something instead of selling it, so I was making a little too much money too fast, even just by making (laughs) leather bracers, um, so I'm sticking with just fletching arrows, Uh, she's up to Dwarven Smithing now, after a little, after a little bit of grinding on that for leather bracers and stuff, but, um. I also had to drop the difficulty down from Adept to Novice, I don't know that, I'm thinking I might might put it back up to Adept here pretty soon, uh, because it has gotten a little simpler because I have done a couple of mod things and stuff, Um, I'm also trying to maybe change the style of my updates a little bit, I've been doing a little bit of writing, and uh, really dedicating a little bit of time to it to try to improve what I'm doing here and send it in to Michael. Um, and make it a little bit better and maybe a little more interesting rather than just me rambling on and on and on. Um, a little bit about her real quick. Um, while I was playing, um, when I first started the character, uh, while I was using, I am using, excuse me, a um, a build off of the Tamriel Vault called the Arrow Sworn. I'm not following it exactly. Uh, but I did decide, after uh, doing Hellgun and starting the uh, uh, the main quest and stuff, that I did decide that I would kind of stick with her as a sort of uh, monk dedicated mostly to RK, But she's also more of a, a mystical, divinely chosen character. You know, the whole Dragonborn thing is supposed to be a gift of Akatosh... Uh, A little later on, she'll um, get a little bit more attached to the other ones as well. Um, And as she gains their blessings and things that make her journey and her struggles a little more simpler. So, I didn't actually start writing until well after... um, uh, that she'd actually left Whiterun um, to head to Morthal I was going to do the Horn of Jurgen collar. In between there, I had done uh, several things. She was sort of developing and getting uh, more stable in my mind um, as the role-playing really uh, was coming out. So... She did the main quest, got up nine. I'm actually going to keep Lydia as a follower rather than playing as a strict sneak archer. Um, I did take the first perk of sneak just to help a little bit. I don't normally play archers, I'm not very good at it, honestly. But this has actually gotten a little bit better. Um, but I don't think I would recommend. Playing this character on a much higher difficulty than adept, um, maybe expert.
0: That does seem. Yeah, I would assume the difficulty would have to be lowered since because of the limitations with the character, the no looting, you're gonna level a little slower. Um, I like the idea of making the bracers. That excellent way to level up. But yeah, you make money quicker and level up a little bit. Um. I've always found sneaking an archery easy, so i I always find it odd because the game pushes you that way you know in, in general anyway, but it does seem like it fits this character obviously since you're not looting at all that using the the wilds you know the wild animals or or whatever in uh in Skyrim more of a hunting character it's gonna it's gonna help quite a bit so um Lydia is a partner I like. Uh, she's always good, especially if you're going to be more sneaky or, or a little bit of sneak anyway and uh, using some archery and stuff like that. Uh, also, well, you could always use all. You could both snipe from far away <laughs> and attack people. There's that as well. But uh, uh, Lydia is always a good go-to for for anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, that's the one thing. I never worry about have, moving difficulty down if I have to. Um, to enjoy the game because really in the end it's about being able to enjoy the character and not like beating yourself to death uh like with a skeleton or something like that so yeah no shame in uh lowering difficulty level
1: but it was a little, it was a little rough even on adept uh, at least until i got lydia it got a little easier but even then there were still things that uh We couldn't quite deal with, even though I'm using things like, you know, heal other and stuff. uh, Trying to keep her uh, going pretty good. So, she primarily likes to hunt the undead, uh, necromancers, you know, evil mages. Uh, That's kind of her thing. Her story really started to come together after she had finally met the Greybeards, and she had done a few things in Light Run for a few of the characters there, uh, such as Amarin. Uh, and uh actually haven't done Ysoldas yet. I haven't found a Mammoth Tusk. That's uh, actually going to be hard considering it loot. Um And then we went to Iversted, you know, and I did a couple of things around there when i finally decided to kind of stop side questing around white run and decided i really wanted to uh, finish getting unrelenting force and move on in the main quest to get the horn Wind Collar, i decided to head to morthal uh, by way of dawnstar actually uh, run up where she met cicero helped convince uh, the farmer there whose name i can't remember uh, to help Cicero with his wagon. There wasn't much anything interesting until they got to Dawnstar and where they went to the inn uh, for a meal rest. And, of course, there's Erender who was, you know, talking about the nightmares with the, the locals. And Kiana decided that the Divines had to have... Had sent her there to Dawnstar for a reason. There was a reason she had decided to go that way rather than just take a carriage straight to Morthal.
0: That's a uh, fun quest there in Dawnstar with the nightmares, and like call her Temple, and, and going back and, you know, essentially going back in time and seeing how it all went down. Uh, and uh, you get to help a lot of people at, at one time, so I wonder, I think, I'm not sure how many people then that allows you to you know, get things from since he's not looting, you know, obviously the friendships uh, relationships are, are much more important. So how many people are you able to get things from, um, without looting just by doing that one quest? Uh, I'm not sure of that actually, because I've never really done mechanically. I've never played the game that way where I'm not looting. So that is interesting. So if you can do a quest where you befriend more people, or, you know, more people will, will allow you to take items from them, things like that. I mean, that's that becomes a super helpful quest. Um, I wonder if there's a few people in town who would do that. So, that, I mean, that's something I should look into. Uh, but that uh, would definitely be a uh, helpful tool uh, playing this style of game is finding one quest where a large group of people feel they owe you something.
1: They set off for Nightcaller Temple. And that was actually where I had to lower the difficulty um nine nine collar temple isn't overly difficult but and made most i made most of the way through it, and there I came to a point where there was one orc warrior with a big two handed battle axe. And since, of course, they won't let you take Lydia in. It's just you and Erinder. Uh He kept just putting Erinder down quickly. And then he would come at me. And I couldn't keep up with his attacks. And he just kept putting me down, putting me down, putting me down. So I finally was just like, God, the heck with this. Because I wanted to finish it. I was running out of play time and so I had to lower the difficulty. I haven't actually raised it back up since, but even then, there's been a few things that have still been rather challenging, so I'm kinda glad that I haven't, or I might have ended up getting kinda frustrated. Once that was done, the Leave Nightcrawler, I keep wanting to call it Nightcrawler Temple, but it's Nightcrawler Temple, um, where I spared Erendur, obviously, let him destroy the Skull of Corruption, because she's the ultimate good guy, an agent of the divines, right? Sorry, I'm trying to look at my notes here. The funniest thing happened. Um, Come down the mountain, and there are vampires um, attacking the guard, the carriage drivers. And they're fighting. Try to jump in, help the vampires, and what happens? A dragon lands. And so the dragons. Now we're fighting a dragon. Just as the dragon dies, here comes a frost troll. <laughs> and this is just like one thing after the other, vampires, dragon, frost troll. <clears throat> that actually cook took a couple of tries even on novice difficulty. Um I think it's novice. Novice is under-adept. But, we made it. And, uh, one of the guards just happened to mention, uh, the next morning after resting up at the end, one of the guards happens to mention the Hall of the Vigilance. So, she decides to head to the Hall of the Vigilance, and sees that it's just been completely destroyed and wrecked by vampires. So, now her mission is getting, uh, even more solidified. Yeah, you know, she just keeps running into these evil daedra and you know she's gone north, vampires, you know, and dragons and just all this nasty stuff. So she's about to just take out every vampire that she can get her hands on.
0: I love that uh, all these little events, that these normal little events that you come across in the game, are used to. You know, make characters and, and change how the character feels and and grow the character. Um, you know, instead of it just being an event that happens or something you come across or a place to clear out, it's actually something that matters to the character and uh, changes it in some way and moves it forward or, or maybe even completely turns you 180 from where you thought you were going and you do a different... Uh, different style playthrough or take your character down a different road or different uh, mindset with it. So all those little things that's, that's why it's so replayable I think, but uh, I like, I like hearing that. Um, I do that sometimes. I'm not as great as it, uh, you know, at the role playing as uh, others, but uh, I do like having a character and, and not just going through and clearing stuff now, just uh, going through and, and, finding what that character does. That's why I tend to stick to, if I'm going to do a, a new character, I try to do, like, oh, I'm going to do, kind of plan it out, like, the thieves and this or that. Things that kind of mesh together and instead of just, you know, becoming the head of every faction and uh, the dragonborn and this and that. Because uh, it just uh, doesn't seem as realistic when you're all those things. Whereas if you focus on a few of them, it, it becomes... Um, I don't know more. I guess realistic is the word, or you know, more reasonable <laughs> that people wouldn't know you in the other factions. I guess instead of knowing you, so uh,
1: I I, I kind of like that aspect of it. Um. So this is when she finally gets to the dwarven smithing park, so we can make some dwarven arrows. It takes every bit of money uh, that she's got, and but she manages to uh, smith up some dwarven arrows there before we leave Dawnstar she heads to Morthol, and just what happens in Morthol? well one of the main stories is about uh, a vampire trying to take over the town so she investigates and, and just deals with the vampires there and she's just like oh my god you know like where are all these vampires coming from like it's just ridiculous um the interesting thing about that was as soon as and i don't know if this has something to do maybe with the unofficial patch um or what but as soon as she deals with that uh the yarl makes her a thing just right away so i guess maybe it counts Uh, excuse me as um helping three people i'm not really sure I decided to grab the Lord Stone um, get a little extra armor rating and some magic resistance before uh, moving on to uh, doing Oostengrof for the horn so grab the Lord Stone head to Oostengrof once that's dealt with instead of going straight to back to Riverwood uh, to meet with Delphine uh, she this is me kind of metagaming, but role playing it out. That she gets visions from the divines. And so that night, she has a vision of the temple in Solitude. You know, the temple of the eight divines, I guess, because they removed the shrine to Talos. So she decides to head to Solitude. And it's there that she will, um. Oh, I'll skip stuff. <laughs> but, um she decides that you know heading to solitude is a pretty good idea uh visiting the the temple there and just kind of you know that's where her visions are leading her at this point um right before that uh when i was going to get the lord stone i had actually done something i don't recall ever doing before um there was a cave there and I can't remember the name of it and I didn't put it in my notes. But there are bandits and it's like a it's like a barrow. And there are bandits there. Um there's a woman outside and she's fighting off other bandits. And uh, you know, she tells you that there's a problem inside. They've all gone nuts or something, or but you make your way through and it turns out like uh the bandits are fighting over the sword, the Pale Blade. And uh, it's released a ghost called the Pale Lady. So that was actually kind of a fitting quest for my character. I don't recall ever having done that one before. And uh, it was very fitting. It was interesting to um, play through that and have her actually pick up the sword and put it back just to make sure that the, the ghost didn't come back.
0: Yeah, the Pale Lady quest, that's in Frostmere Crypt. Uh, which is pretty much due north of there, uh, due north of the Lordstone uh, in that general area by, uh, what's that called? Uh, trying to remember. Uh, Hall of the, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, sorry, I, I just wanted to look at a map real quick, like west of Hall of the Vigilant in that area before you get down to the Lordstone, which is south of there. Uh, but I enjoy that quest. It's a good quest. Um, you can return to blade, I believe, she goes away, or you can battle her. In that one. Uh yeah, you go in there, there's uh I think somebody runs ahead, if I'm not mistaken, and is is battling the uh she's a wisp mother, the pale lady. Uh let's see. I'll get a quick walkthrough here. It's been a while since uh since I did it. Uh Frostmere Crypt. Bandits attacking. Uh the bandit attack if Elsa Blackthorn—that's her name—and she has a journal that you can read about. Uh, you get through the crypt. One of the—you can find two journals. One belonging to Kier. is reading both journals will update the optional quest. It's also revealed that Isis's friend Rajir seems to have started losing his mind soon after the farce was discovered. So, and then you uh, <clears throat> run in, and actually, I think it's Rajir you see who is. Uh, running up to battle the Pale Lady, but uh, he dies pretty quickly. So you can uh, save him, though, if you... You can either, like, steal the blade from him or kill the Pale Lady really quick. Probably if you're a... a, uh, I think you have to have the shouts activated, so you have to be playing as a Dragonborn because uh, you have to... Maybe it's Whirlwind Sprint, something like that. I don't know. You have to get up there quickly. I, I think I've done it with archery. Uh, you know, when I'm a real high-level archer, I think I've done it. So you can do that. And uh, he'll attack you anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But you can steal the thing from him and put it back and then just leave and uh, let him stay in the cave for the rest of his life. But So those are, those are your options with the Pale Lady. <laughs> Poor Roger uh, doesn't really have a good uh, ending either way. <laughs> so there is
1: that. We head to Solitude, uh, Lydia in tow, and then she actually took a carriage to Solitude. I didn't walk, um, got a little lazy there. She wanted to give her legs a rest. And of course there's the execution stuff. And this is where I took a little bit of role-playing liberty. Uh, She visits the temple, touches each shrine you know, praising at the shrine and stuff. And I had downloaded um, a mod called Mystic Monk Armor. And while the the armors uh, to me were kind of ugly, there are robes that you can make at the forge uh, for four leather and four leather strips, not for much that uh look exactly like the the brown robe she was wearing, and that I really like um they're very aesthetically pleasing for some reason with this character and um uh, you can get them they're pre enchanted so I've kind of uh not with anything overpowered or anything like that the hood has like seventy extra magic the chest piece has um uh 100% magic of regeneration, and then, um, you can get a couple of different kinds of shoes, one with carry weight, which obviously I don't need, um, though she is carrying quite a bit, it's mostly in food, uh, and then, um, oh shoot, what did the gloves have, I can't remember offhand and didn't write it down, um, uh, But the gloves haven't jammed as well. And you can get those robes in armored versions as well. And it's kind of a a low armor rating. Uh, I think with Lordstone and stuff, it came out to just slightly over 100. Which wasn't too bad. And I kind of played that off as being uh, blessings from the divines. And so that's given me a little bit of uh, damage reduction while still maintaining my... And I just pretended that, that they blessed her current outfit rather than uh, uh, playing out that she uh, made it and stuff like that. So I just I just kind of went ahead and did that. And it's kind of helped the survivability a little bit. I, I don't have a ton of time to play all the time and I don't want to spend a lot of time reloading but I felt that it was justified um, and there's a lot you know, of, of interesting quests um, there uh, around Solitude and stuff that uh, she ended up picking up that were just very fitting for the character, Meridia's Shrine uh, and Wolf School Cave and stuff which I might pick up there next time um, as I've tried to write more of a, a narrative after this uh, with an actual story but um, again I want to thank Michael for uh, taking my feedback and playing it uh, thank everybody on the Facebook group who's answered uh, any questions I've ever thrown up or anything like that and I appreciate anybody listening to this I hope I don't bore you to death or that you find it interesting but um, I uh well i guess i'll just call it there um and like i said next time i'm going to try to let will try to make it a little more interesting uh i don't know whether i actually will be able to or not but thank you again appreciate it bye
0: that thank you tot sorry i am now on the wrong track that's weird all right sorry behind the scenes stuff there uh when i miss edit a show yeah hopefully we get to hear uh the continuing tales of kiana uh and uh Todd goes in uh, a little more narrative style if he wants. That's cool. I'm uh, cool either way. But uh, yeah, no, Solitude, there's a lot of great areas to explore. You ha- obviously have um, Meridian's Beacon, of course, being the big one. Yeah, uh, Wolf Skull. Um, there's some bandits on an island um, just outside, just um, was it southwest of town, if I'm not mistaken? Like past the mill and all that, uh, they're just kind of random. That's not a, a lot of location, but they're just kind of randomly there. Uh, I enjoy running into Babette around the Meridias Beacon from time to time. Uh, there's uh, the areas to the east, uh, like the lighthouse, and uh, what are those? Some of those grottos to the east uh, along the coast. There, um, there's uh, you know a lot of good stuff. Obviously, was it Oost and Graves right across the way? Um, uh, you're you can have that one house over there. <laughs> I forget what that name. Is. Why? I have that house, and I can't remember the name of it. Actually, I don't have that character anymore, so I don't have that house now. But no, Solitude area is pretty good. Um, although if you're a non-fast traveling character, as I learned, and you're playing with Frostfall, Solitude is a pain in the ass to get to and from on a regular basis. Uh, so there is that. Unless you get the Water walking boots from over in Solstheim, then you're okay. But otherwise, you're constantly getting wet. It's cold and you freeze a lot. So, uh, getting around that area with frostfall is a little more difficult. I gotta say, uh, I struggled with that in the beginning. With uh, I think that was my roundtable character. I was doing that with. Uh, I for sure struggled with that pretty mightily. So. Uh, I'm going to save uh, Steve's feedback for the next episode. Uh, I'm going to do shorter episodes here in the summer, except for one uh, large groups of us to get together. So I'll be, be planning one of those again soon as well. Um, if you have any feedback, send it on in. Obviously play it and discuss it. And uh, hopefully, uh, let's see trying to plan another eso show for for early july so stay tuned for that if you're interested in Marwind, uh if you have any feedback for that send it in. we're going to be getting that together as well so uh and also we're going to be planning uh hopefully for a for an oblivion round table coming up um mm, at the end of the summer-ish right now we're, we're just throwing quest ideas together uh, breaking down the main quest into segments that would work because you know some of those, some of those parts are longer than others. So um, just to you know make sure it's pretty balanced that we don't have like three quick quests on one and three super long quests on another where you're playing for hours and hours because getting through some of those uh, Oblivion, shutting down some of those gates can be uh, can take some time. Although if you have the chameleon armor and you're pretty high-level invisibility, you know, and it's a pretty high-level chameleon armor, Uh you can sneak right through, right to the top, steal that stone, and close that gate, not even battle anyone. May have done that a lot of times. Or if you're really fast, <laughs> you can run to the top, take it, and just dive on in and close the gate. So there is that. That's happened a few times. Uh There are multiple ways. You can also fight everyone on the way through, all the clan fears, etc., etc., uh, but after a while, you have so much crap, you don't need to keep fighting them. So it's, sometimes it's just easier to sneak through or just run through, honestly. And what there's only a certain amount of uh, maps for those gates. I forget what it is. There's certain they're not like an unlimited uh, style of map, but it, there's a I forget how many there is. There's only a select number. So if you know um, how to get up the towers and all. It, it's not too bad. It's pretty quick, actually. Uh, the later, I think the, the big gate at the end is the tougher one that I always forget and get lost in. I remember getting lost in there a few times because you have to go underground and then back up. And then, like, across a bridge to another tower and then down, if I'm not mistaken. But that's that's for another time. So uh, if you have feedback, scammerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh if you want to attend our live show July sixteenth, five PM in Philadelphia. You can also email me to find out about that and join the Facebook group. Right now uh, the Fallout Roundtable is going on, obviously. Check out the Fallout feed. Uh Chatterbox will probably be back next week, uh, maybe the week after. So check that out. And uh I think that's all I have for now. So next time I'll be getting in some more feedback and uh I'm out of here. Um uh, send in anything you like later everyone